I do remember actually uh, that one time I saw spray painted under a bridge, real ass juggalo. Somebody had written, presumably about themselves. Not about the bridge. The bridge was a real ass juggalo. (laughs) Yeah. I've wondered why you have referred to yourself as a real ass juggalo from time to time. Yeah, and then not known enough about it later. Because it's funny. Funny thing to say. It, It is legitimately funny. Hey guys. What? How do you guys feel about clowns in horror movies? Uh, Tough question. Mixed. Mixed feelings? I hate them. I hate (laughs) most of them. I mean, except for Pennywise. Mm -hmm. Are you a Skarsgård or a Curry? I'm a both. I don't have to split that shit. I I could be a fan of both. They've got different... different Yeah, what do you like about either? Uh, Tim Curry's got this like old school sort of I'm in a basement comedy cellar like ribbing people vibe. <laughs> like uh, he's got that old like kind of roast, you know, Friars Club like, and you better let him out. And then, like, all <laughs> yeah, that. just lame jokes. And then also, I feel like when Tim Curry talks about murdering children and he gets that gleam in his eye, it's like believable to a point that yeah. Kind of disturb. You're like, this guy probably doesn't like kids. Because he's really good in Annie, also, as a dude who doesn't like kids. Like Little Orphan Annie. Yes. Uh, yeah, we've seen it. Which doesn't have any clowns in it. Sorry to get off topic. And what I like about the Skarsgård one is he's definitely, like, got childlike glee. Mm. It's like... If, it's like he almost is a demon baby or something. Yeah, he portrays like an, if an alien was trying to be like a googly kid, like and trying to kind of fit in and like, oh, what do you like about that? You know, like mm-hmm. kind of uh, not understanding any of the social niceties that he's actually <laughs> exploiting, but doing it in a mimic way that's really well done. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the and, demon baby thing, I think it was the actress who played Bev made that comparison in an interview. And yeah. maybe we can talk about it later, but I do think the he acts like a puppet better, like mm-hmm. a puppet a larger entity. And mm-hmm. I think clowns and clowns acting like puppets and making other people be puppets is kind of a clown thing. Okay. Uh, but hmm. so I, don't have, I don't have to pick. Don't make me fucking. We are discuss. Oh, by the way. We're discussing clowns. Oh, didn't see you come in there. We're ta- oh. we're just happened to talk about uh, clowns and horror movies today. <laughs> oh, I okay. thought Yeah, come on in, join us, won't you? I don't. Are I mean, you... is it specifically clowns and horror movies, or is clowns as an evil trope? Clowns. Uh... Like there are clowns that are scary or mm-hmm. unsettling in a, in genres that aren't necessarily horror. Yeah, that's usually when they're scarier than most, is right. when they're not trying to be scary. Is like, I mean, and I think that's where you get the like the white face paint, uh, cla- kind of like classic clown that's non-European circus clown, mm-hmm. uh, because it has like French clowns are classier. See, American we are the American I, I clowns are cheap and weird, and <laughs> we're not following protocol though. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, yeah. Yes, clowns in horror. Uh, that's what we're talking about. We're getting into it. What are we drinking, though? What What are we doing to take the sting out of this particular terrible subject? Jeff, go for it. I'm drinking a fine Pilsner beer called Miller Lite. It's not good. It's 
not good. But I got a little whiskey, a little Irish go. whiskey, and a little beer back. That'll get you through. It'll get me something. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Drinking a cocktail of dexamethasone from Desverir and Regeneron. Oh, no. That's what they gave the other clown when he got sick. I'm drinking a light sky. Wow. You're welcome. Wow. (laughs) God knows what will have happened by the time we finally post this podcast. Oh, I just got that. (laughs) Wowzers. Man, that recontextualizes all of clown. That's what that's when when Ira said clowns, I was like, oh, he's watching the news. The evil demon clowns that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would rather Curry or Skarsgård be in charge at this point. Yeah. I mean, you can all lead happy lives. Pennywise only makes a handful of people suffer. Mm-hmm. Right. Not all. Like, the he people. only needs like seven kids yeah. a year no, or every 17 years or whatever. No biggie. He's, <laughs> he's yeah. A, He's a big, he's a big baby. He's demonic. He embodies all your fears. I mean, yeah. At this point, you could campaign on only seven kids every however many years and win. I literally have that sign in my yard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It would be interesting to see Pennywise as president. <laughs> <laughs> I would be, I'd be like, I'd vote for him. <laughs> I'm at the, I'm at the point the of fatigue this year where I'm just like, yeah, sure, whatever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Like, sure. That's a good, of course, that's a what happened. For the end, is the president actually a good clown? And I think the answer is I'm going to say no, but. No. <laughs> He's bad at everything. No, no, he wears too much makeup to be a clown. Zing. Hot zingers coming through. Well, clowns lead you through a trend. Actually, I, I mean, I'm going to say that clowns actually are more in control of the situation because in circus, they're usually used to transition from some act to another and they can like in Kidam or some of those other French ones they really control like a mood and subtlety they're really in tune with everyone's emotions and they actually are kind of controlling the situation whereas mm-hmm. he's just a a jack to- jack fucking crazy person like a jack yeah. off he's a jack off <laughs> yeah you can say it you yeah yeah I, I you know say what's in your heart man it's it's too mean it's too bad. We'll <laughs> be darkness. here all night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but speaking of segues and moving from one part of a thing to another, how do you guys feel about, I don't know, just to mix it up a bit, a game at the top of the show? Okay. Mm. Is this like a it. Joker style Batman game where I have to choose oh, I between Joker too. Love and, and one yes. of my Robins? <laughs> Ira. I hate to yeah, no, I know you do. Um, I I I'm fine with you hating the Joker, uh, Jeff. Um, no, not quite that type of game. It doesn't have those high of stakes, um, but it is ridiculous um, and pretty short. Um, <clears throat> okay. Does it have to do with John Leguizamo? <sighs> You just got to give it time. You just got to give it time, okay? Okay. But what I'm going to need from you, Leela, uh, later, if you could put in a little circus music at this part, like a little... Okay. Making a note at the 812 mark. Okay. Got it? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. You ready? All right. 
Step right up! Step right up! It's time for a game! <laughs> okay! Who wants to play? <laughs> Why don't you two I'll Cobra play! Man? I'm Chuckles, the motor clown! <laughs> okay. Uh, I begrudgingly get dragged upon the stage by Chuckles. <laughs> <laughs> you still do, friend. Now here's what it's gonna be. I'm gonna vaguely describe a scenario. You name the clown of the movie that it's from. <laughs> Sound good? <laughs> Sounds pretty good, Chuckles. <laughs> Don't you fucking patronize me. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Question number one. Now here's a thing you might not like. A bunch of clown doctors cutting up your favorite bike. Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, Jeff, you got it! Good yeah. boy! It's <laughs> <laughs> number two coming at you. Now, this will surely fill you with dread. A terrible clown doll hiding under your bed. Poltergeist! Oh, Leela, that's pretty good. <clears throat> number three. Be careful when you go chasing after your boat, because down here, we all float! Anyways, uh, it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You got it. You can calm down, it's okay. <laughs> I gotta tell you something that would really suck. Getting chased down by a clown in an ice cream truck. Um, uh, killer clowns. Mmm, gotta try What's again. It, oh, is it Sweet Tooth? Yeah, that's right, metal? Jeff. Yeah. Can well, you name that sweet. clown for an extra point? She said Sweet, sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth. Oh, then I'm gonna give you both a point. Nobody said Chuckles wasn't fair. <laughs> now. Can I, have, can I have a quick aside with Leela real quick? <clears throat> yeah, think, yeah, go ahead. I think I love Chuckles. What do I think you think? So. I, think. I hate clowns, but I really like Chuckles. I think Chuckles, Chuckles really... loves you. Sorry, I couldn't help it. Oh, I thought we were having an aside, Chuckles. <laughs> That's I think he may kill us, but... Oh, most definitely. You cannot trust me at all. Okay. Uh, number five or whatever the fuck we're on. Um, the clown prince of crime who fell in a vat and nothing can stop him. Not even a bat. <laughs> That's right, Leela. It's your least favorite clown. But you got it anyway. Okay. Here's the next one coming at you. He rides a unicycle all over the place. He honks his horn, and he tears off his face. Oh, Nightmare Before Christmas. That's right, the tearaway oh. face. Here um, in Flash and gone in a trace. That, that was really good. Now, don't fucking interrupt me again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, Chuck. Sorry. That's, that's, that's cool, man. Just saying. Um, okay. <clears throat> uh, fucking John Leguizamo in a fat suit. Spawn clown. You got it. Oh my god, I can't believe I called that earlier. Sorry, I ruined that. Oh well. Uh, it would have been fun. No, it's a callback. It's funny. Chuckles. It's, it's funnier this way, so don't even worry about it. Okay. <clears throat> but just don't do it again. Okay. <laughs> These two young kids went and unleashed hell, and a knife-wielding clown was released from his cell. Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. The gate? Mm, no. 
cabin in the woods? That's right. Uh -huh. You got it. <clears throat> if you buy that clown doll, and I don't think you should, just make sure it's not set to evil, but good. Oh, Krusty the Clown. Uh, That's right. It's the Halloween episode. And this will probably be the tiebreaker, I think. Mm. <clears throat> Shoot them in the nose if you need to attack, because they come from the stars just swinging by for a snack. Killer Clown wants some outer space. Oh, Leela, you got it. <laughs> Jeff, I'm afraid you don't get shit. Ha-cha-cha-cha-cha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was really hoping there was a backup prize, Chuckles. You don't get murdered. <laughs> Wait, do, do I get murdered? Who knows? Oh. Chuckles, put the knife down. This is television, not radio. Or radio, not television. <laughs> get the fucking quote right. All right, I have to stop doing that voice now. Leela, you win. Congratulations. Ira, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who was that clown? What, what's been going on, guys? Hey. That was amazing. Mm. Amazing. Did you meet him just on the streets of Portland? Uh, Chuckles is my clown Sona that I allow to come out once in a while. You understand. Oh, cool. I wish I had a clown Sona. It's better, well, than, having a, it's better than having a fur Sona. Uh, let's not judge. What would your clown Sona be? <laughs> Mm. 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 I saw this one clown who did a bit where he had like a suitcase that was floating and he would walk and then it would like he would he couldn't move it would like it was oh really the floating hard. yeah that's it's that's hard. a cool that's a cool gag he just slowly moved it across the stage and then acted like it you know it couldn't and it's all just like there's no tricks it's just him pretending mm -hmm. the suitcase is immovable yeah uh, and uh yeah, so some cool clown like that, maybe. Not like a creepy <laughs> Chuckles one like yours. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, it, there were a group of, uh, of clowns and performers, like an acrobats that came through on a river barge and performed a show uh, in Portland last year. It was fucking amazing. But they also did the suit the suitcase gag. Lilo, what would your clown sona be? I am going to say that I have thought about a lot of things in my life. All right. I've thought about having sharks for hands. Uh -huh. And I've and never feet hands. Feet, feet hands. for hands. <laughs> I have thought about what I would do if I encountered a Bigfoot while I was hiking. Like I've thought about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I have never, ever, ever thought about what I would be like if I were a clown. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I I respect that answer. And okay. let me ask you now. How how do you feel about clowns in general? Uh, I do like the circus ones a lot. Like, mm -hmm. they really do some artful stuff that's really amazing and really, like, and also personality-wise, that's probably the only place I would be able to fit in talent-wise. <laughs> like, when you look at a circus and you see somebody do something incredibly difficult physically, yeah. I was like, no, I can't do any of that shit. Although a lot of them really can. It is notable here that Jeff actually has experience with this because his wife is, in fact, a circus performer. Yeah, and I've, I've hung out and with And Jeff doesn't just, like, hang out at the circus <laughs> randomly. Yeah, well, true. Tell her to be careful I... because if you get bitten by a clown, you turn into a clown. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's true. That's true. You, so you want to hope that it's one of those cool French Cirque ones. 
Yeah. <laughs> Not a trashy one like Chuckles. <laughs> right. right. Not one who just kills a pigeon at a kid's birthday party. <laughs> God. Um all right. Well, moving right along. But it's for like in terms of the clowns that are in horror movies and then the weird <laughs> Uh, the there's a weird viral thing of people dressing up like those clowns and standing by the side of the road. I did not care for that. Yeah, that uh, was kind yeah. of a big thing a few years ago, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There Although was I that... did kind of like the variant where when the It movies were coming out, there was a thing in my town where people would put random red helium balloons places. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I did fun. kind of dig that. Yeah. Just like a single helium balloon on a fence on like a rural road. I liked. See, I, I like that because it does give you a moment of pause. Right. Like, right. yeah. That's uh, like it's good like viral I, I it would work as viral marketing, but it also works as just a like yeah, just a weird kind of esoteric prank that might not mean a lot to a lot of people, but could be really freaky to some people. Right. <laughs> I like that. I don't like any of the ones that are derivations of John Wayne Gacy style, like uh, <sighs> fucking fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's like weird. It's worth things. mentioning, but yeah, we don't give him any more fucking attention than he's already gotten. But I mean, like, is the, I don't know if there's any other thing you could say is the reason that they're in the public unconsciousness in the same way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't know enough about it. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Well, we'll just real quick before we jump into what they kind of mean to us socially. Uh, would you guys mind if I give a quick history lesson? Because you know I love doing those. Sure, go for okay. it. Okay. Well, just don't I... do it as chuckles. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> chuckles had a PowerPoint presentation, and everything. He's slowly packing it up. Yeah, chuckles, <laughs> in a I'm suitcase sorry. that he can't move. um yeah i don't know like i guess it's kind of hard to uh not think about traditions of uh ancient trickster gods in various Mm -hmm. cultures and that would include uh in norse mythology loki and greek uh hermes in african cultures you have anansi and rabbit and in native american you have coyote you know, they exist all over and they all basically serve the same function, which is to not necessarily do like evil acts, but to sow chaos and mischief. And I did I had never even heard this term, but apparently in anthropology there's a term called clown societies, which refers to apparently clowns having these almost shamanic roles. It's a specific person or group of people that take on these weird roles in the society that consistently mock and satirize social norms to maintain the group's health. And this is like, uh, it happens with the Pueblo Indians, with the Zuni and Lakota. Uh, They're called the Hayoka, which I found this one thing that I thought was pretty interesting. Hayoka have the power, and this is on Wikipedia because that's how that's how 
deep my uh, you know, research is going. I'm not your fifth grade teacher. <laughs> well, citation needed. I assumed that it was the first thing you Googled. <laughs> it, was, it was, and I was like, what? This is cool. Principally, the Heoka functions uh, both as a mirror and as a teacher, using extreme behaviors to mirror others, forcing them to examine their own doubts, fears, hatreds, and weaknesses. Heoka have the power to heal emotional pain. Uh, such power comes from the experience of shame. They sing of shameful events in their lives, beg for food, and live as clowns. They provoke laughter in distressing situations of despair and provoke fear and chaos when people feel complacent and overly secure. Uh, to keep them from taking themselves too seriously or believing that they are more powerful than they are. Which I think is significant. That's pretty fascinating that it includes they also promote fear to like keep people yes. from being too happy. <laughs> exactly. Right. And I think that is a function in maintaining a group's health is really fascinating and smart. Yeah, I think this as a trope, uh, the the horror clown is kind of lazy and tired but i think there's a reason we keep coming back to it uh this thing about like court jesters and harlequins there's a common yeah. theme of like laughing in the face of total despair mm-hmm. uh is sort of a like a it's a human like even like richie and it you know really mm. is that character for the group like That's a good it's point. interesting to have like a shamanistic character like i mean he's the one who's always cutting up because he's actually terrified mm-hmm. uh but he's keeping the levity of the group up but if the, but i mean he kind of does the same thing where he's the first one to think the worst like uh-huh. and not verbalize it <clears throat> necessarily no, no I, I think that's that's exactly it like the clown uh has and the jester and whatever they have the power to say what other people are afraid to they generally have the like the lowest positions in society, but they're the right. ones who the the people in higher positions of power will listen to. Like right. think about and the Shakespearean or mobs, like the the jester can control the mob with the, you know, like he can actually <laughs> insult the king in a way yeah. that the king like he can get away with a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that respect, that's interesting. I didn't know they were like sh- considered like a shamanistic role in a tribe. I... I didn't either, but you remember in the Wicker Man, the, the they dress him up as the fool. They they dress him in this like hunchbacked costume. Yeah, um, that's that's Pulcinelli, who is a, an Italian figure. What is known in England as Punch, uh, part mm. of Punch and Judy. Um, yeah, who is like an ancient version of uh, the fool, which um, the fool in the tarot is this character that blissfully and kind of blindly is moving forward you know uh but they're unaware of the danger surrounding them um but the fool generally is kind of a positive card it's kind of like they're the ones who are unafraid to move forward even if it's dangerous and scary um because the the image of him is usually like he's he's dancing gleefully but near the edge of a cliff you're right yeah that's um, weird because so they kind of go between having no knowledge and having all the knowledge, like yes, uh, yes, uh, exactly, and, and and that seems to be like a consistent pattern of like characters that they have it all figured out, but they're also just you know like the 
they're either master or servant. It's like it's it's unclear what their power really like, how far their power and knowledge really extends. But um, yeah, they're there to just kind of pe- keep people on their toes and keep people questioning. I think the unclearness causes a lot of what gives people anxiety about them. Yeah. Um, just because, yeah. I mean, it reminds me of what you're talking about. reminds me of like that dweller on the threshold type stuff of like when you meet, you know, your shadow self or whatever, and you don't know what its intentions are that mm. we've talked about a little bit in other episodes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, just like, I do think people are like, I mean, and once again, back to the those circus clowns who can like take the, you know, they represent both the comedy and the tragedy um, and can take you from one emotional state over to the transition of the other one. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. No, and 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 like the shadow, um, the fool is usually regarded as uh, it, it exists in Jungian concepts. Um, have you um, have you ever read Hop Frog? No. no. What is it? Ooh. It's a story by Edgar Allan Poe. Sweet. Yeah. Tell me. I'm glad you can bring this into some real Halloween shit because oh, yeah. face paint doesn't do it for me. <laughs> Carl well, Jung's Halloweeny. Go ahead. No, no. This is awesome. <laughs> it's, it's a story about um, a dwarf who I have I haven't reread this, so I'm trying to remember it all. Is basically captured and made to be the jester mm. of this king. And he hates the king. And so for a masquerade, he makes the king and the king's, um, you know, council dress as orangutans. And then he sets them all on fire and kills them. Jesus. Then he got a hunter to kill them in the woods. No, 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 no. Like he just sets them all on fire. Whoa. Yeah. It's called hop frog. Hop frog, yes. Jeez. Okay, yeah, that's that's very much in the entry of a <laughs> of a scary clown. Yeah, well, because he was so abused and so mm-hmm. made fun of and just pushed and pushed and pushed, which is another a lot of these stories do have characters that were pushed to do the things they do. Yeah. Interesting. Like yeah. they might serve a function. Even like the shamans like don't kind of serve a function in the you know, traditional role of a hunter gatherer. Mm-hmm. type scenario uh so maybe they're like pushed into that other role it created a space for themselves yeah it, it it's interesting how yeah it's it's either this thing that's done by choice and they they are recognizing their role within the group health um versus lila like what you're describing which is like i i don't know like um i'm trying to think like where it happens where it's like the clown the clown that hates being laughed at i think that that happens with the joker a lot where Mm -hmm. he's like don't laugh at me you know like don't you know even though he's a clown and you're supposed to (laughs) either way you cut it they are human beings that exist outside of our society yet are very integral to understanding our emotions on these extreme levels so does that explain clownophobia then (laughs) <laughs> Cultrophobia. Cultrophobia? What's that? Is, is that the fear of clowns? Is the is the fear of clowns. That was the fear of Ann Coulter, which also makes sense. I am Ooh. much more scared of Ann Coulter than of any clown. Again, <laughs> give me curry or <laughs> I'm good. Or give me death. Yeah. 
I don't uh, actually think as many people suffer from culturephobia as say they do. I think it's just something that we're fed like, oh, this is a scary thing. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it kind of became sort of trendy to be like, yeah. oh, I hate clowns, too. I don't. I don't think it's real. I don't think as many people it, they're really all have about that stronger context. feelings about it. Like if I was hiking, hiking in the middle of nowhere and I saw one, I would definitely be fucking freaked out. But wouldn't that's, you be freaked out fair. if you saw like a number of different things that just weren't supposed to be there? Sure. I yeah. guess like Beethoven. I guess kind of like. I mean, <laughs> that was such a random thing. Pick. <laughs> hey, well, you pick something. Um. <laughs> Uh, Jeff's hiking in the woods. He's coming around a corner. He expects to just see a beautiful visa. Um, the masturbating bear from Conan O'Brien. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. <laughs> Unless I think it was I'd be horrified. Then it would be horrifying. <laughs> um, no, I, I think it's it's worth uh, pointing out that like, yeah, maybe people exaggerate their fear of clowns, but the thing is, like, clowns themselves represent exaggeration. Um, they're exaggerations of feelings, they're exaggerations of kind of, of humanity itself. They're, they're garish. They're, they're very over the top, which is the point, like to drive home the experience of being alive. And maybe that's part of what makes people so uncomfortable with them. Do you Um, think that it's weird when clowns are mascots for things? Like, do you think Ronald McDonald is weird? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Do you think that like Jack from Jack in the Box is weird? Um, Jack is a little more like toned down, perhaps. I, I'm not against Ronald McDonald necessarily, but the fact that Ronald McDonald is like owned by a corporation and is their kind of mouthpiece, like, yeah, it's weird. It's uh, I mean, it does plant them at a time when you know that was more expected to have a clown as a mascot. You know, like, All right, well, like like bozo era, yeah. Sixties. Yeah. I hadn't yeah. really thought about that, but yeah, that's 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 pretty weird. It actually bothers me in the same way that I think of Pennywise being puppeted by some dark unseen force. You know, I, I think it's way creepier when you see like a chicken place and there's a cartoon chicken with like a <laughs> crazy look on because his face. Slave <laughs> roiled. Yeah, or Remember like that a Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> So good. I'm getting kind of woozy. <laughs> you don't want those. Exactly. It's creepier when it's the thing you're eating, looking back at you and smiling. Right. Yeah. But moving on. Um, <laughs> I think what you said at the beginning of the show, um, you guys were talking about how... Oh, what what was it? It was something about how clowns embody a paradox. You know, they embody like um, something that is really clumsy yet um, precise at the same time. Like, I think that's really interesting. It's like clowns are these characters that do tumbles and falls and just generally are, are hilariously clumsy, but they have to be very precise in how they do that. Um, they're yeah. almost like controlled chaos. Well, they're mask. Yeah, exactly. They're like kind of like an action painting is like, uh, or you know, something like where you think that there's no intent, but there's actually some, you know, method to how it's being created. I mean, it's a 
or you know you know it's the same thing with like people you know joking around kind of could do it at the same time like what they intended to say versus what they uh are really meaning to say it kind of makes me think of uh joker in the dark knight when he's like i'm a client like i'm a dog chasing a car i don't know what i would do if i caught one you know right yeah i mean because his intent is often like it seems like fired from the hip or like very well orchestrated like you're constantly being tricked in in that particular movie in the dark knight returns Mm -hmm. i believe that's the one uh, where you're like oh he's just being chaotic and then you realize oh no he was planning all of these steps well in advance and uh that's and then he's you know controlling the whole situation Mm -hmm. and he's he's kind of like as far as that goes like chaos incarnate he's almost has this anton chigurh type quality but Leela, I'm curious. Um, you mentioned it earlier. How 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 do you feel about the Joker, just in general as a character? <sighs> God. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, he's, no got, wrong he's got the general Grimaldi white face thing going on, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. The white face was first came into clowning in the 1800s Grimaldi paint. I think that I just don't get what there are just so many better villains that I find him tiresome. Mm. I think there's only so much you can do with that character. And I think at this point it has been thoroughly done. Have there Um, been any versions of him that you have enjoyed? There have been versions of him that I hate. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That is a that is a strong answer. Well, come on, Leto. Come on. Oh yeah, I um, want. No, well, I, 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 I never saw that one. Never cared. I didn't to. see it honestly. So <laughs> it was very. But I, mean, very... I mean, Mark Hamill is Joker. Okay, okay wait, wait, wait. no, 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 no. Time out. His whole run is accepted from this. Okay. What's yes. Okay. I love. Then <laughs> that I, means you like it. <laughs> I love his version. Yeah, okay. his, his version's okay. great. Yeah, I'm not properly prepared to talk about this. I have so many thoughts, I need to organize them. No, that's it, it's fine. And I'd mean to just, you know, I'm just curious because I, know, I, I just I, I think we've made such a business of him. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of it at this point. Like, that's I fine. feel like you got what Joker fatigue. It the most was the Batman, it was the Lego movie. <laughs> that <laughs> he was great. Ver- but no, that version explains the dynamic so well. It's like, I'm really tired of this. I'm not saying we need to bring back like Egghead and, B- and King Tut, although I'd probably be there for that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just real tired of that character. So, okay. I think, so I think I kind of take the opposite, opposite stance in that I like Batman because I actually think Joker is the only enemy in Batman and none of the other enemies are worth anything. Uh, and I like it because it fits into that mythical Loki and Thor type thing. Like mm-hmm. so. Well, I, and I think that most people who were fans in general would agree with you. Yeah. I understand that I'm an outlier here. Um, yeah. And that's I mean, why I don't generally go around like fuck this, because um, I don't really, I don't feel strongly enough about it to argue. Um, I think it's kind of like Michael Myers in a way, like in that it's like a. 
there's so many incarnations of Michael Myers. Like, Michael Myers is a worse example because it's a lot of the Michael Myers movies are actually complete shit. But it tells you what people were afraid of or thought they were afraid of at the time when that movie was made in a good way. Like, they're like a weird barometer for, like, Dark Knight Returns has this total post-9-11, like, we're going to give all of our powers. You mean the Dark Knight? Sorry, the Dark Knight, the one with Heath Ledger and yeah. uh, that Nolan one. You don't realize that that's basically like President Bush's wet dream, like, <laughs> like just allowing, giving yourself over to all the privacy, like rights of yourself, so that you can fight the terrorists and then uh, what the terrorist really is. This kind uh, of amorphous other, yeah, thing. And I just yeah. think that it's interesting how it's used to to display different types of things up into the Joaquin Phoenix one where it's like the Joaquin Phoenix one is a total breakdown where it's just like, what are you laughing at? Well, do you you think that that represents this fear of loss of personal control or isolation or what do you think that the, the underlying driving mechanism is there for the Joaquin one? Mm -hmm. Um, It's more of a, society like uh putting the mirror to society that puts everyone in a certain place and saying uh why do you think that your privilege is worth what it is uh why do you think that these people are worth laughing at them the way you like the whole movie is filled with this awkward laughter moments where the movie is almost egging you into laughing with it but it's horribly tragic so it's like kind of like just saying the Joker is a product of us saying he's a bad guy. Um, it's it's very weird. I don't know. But maybe something along that. I don't know if I'm babbling now. <laughs> no, no. I, and I think it goes back to uh, something you were saying earlier, Lilo, about the, the clown that resents being laughed at. Right. Um, but... Yeah, no, and and the thing is, Leela, I I do agree with you. I I also have a bit of the Joker fatigue, but I also find him to still be a pretty compelling villain because, yeah, like, he can be anything. He can be so many things, and I think that's why, and for good or bad, why he's gotten so much traction in Hollywood, you know, because you can give him any backstory, he can have no backstory, he can, you know, like, he's, and that's the magic of the clown, is, like, you, it's a, it's a, it's an open canvas, you know, you can just do whatever with it. And the thing is, no matter what, they have given themselves over over to this other persona that you will never understand their intentions. Um, Their intentions are, like, intentionally unknowable. Um, that's that what that's what makes them so tantalizing and also terrifying is like the possible utter chaos underneath the makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, never being able I to mean know. they have control and you don't know what they're doing. It's like being dragged on stage during a performance. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, we, we talked about that briefly the other night, but um, it, yeah, it's I, I think. I think when people like to take it back to the whole big top experience of like being in a show and say a clown is going to drag somebody on stage, but you don't know who it's going to be. And it might be you and you're scared of that, but it it might be someone and but you delight in it being someone else. Um, clowns, it's not you. <laughs> but you're glad it's not you. It's a bit of schadenfreude, but it's also like 
clowns are we go, we intentionally go to see members of our society step outside of social norms gleefully um it's like we have this desire but also it's at odds with this discomfort of you know seeing the see like seeing what is otherwise like really breaking outside of like social norms and uh socially accepted comfortability and it's an extreme surrender of control um which is something that i think we want and both really don't want at the same time <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no you're right like there there is something even the most benign clown there's something unsettling about it sure it's the exaggerated makeup it's that you can't tell what's underneath it it's mm-hmm. that you don't know the intention. Um, yeah. I always found it very strange. Um, in case no one can tell, we grew up in the South. That a lot of churches had clown ministries. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that also, always... Yeah, oh, blocked that out. <laughs> yeah, right? And they it would just be like they would have these big giant cardboard boxes down in the rec room in the basement of the church that like the youth group would do their clowning ministries. And... There was something so just base level unsettling about it. You hear that, Bloom House? That's an untapped resource. I I do think some of that comes from like how America maybe made a break. Like it's predominantly Christian. Like the shamanism type stuff is, you know, maybe had a place in other societies, but we broke from it, but tried to keep it in a way. Like, so Mm. it becomes this weird Americana vestigial thing, like, you know, where they're like, uh, clouds are for kids. Whereas before they might have served like a societal function of being Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to use this clown to tell, you know, or I'm going to use this character to tell a story like, um, and express a fear or whatever, express a fear or really take you from one place to another. Like, uh, I mean, because they're really performers, uh, but it's almost like we didn't know what to do with them. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So they're consigned they to church in. basements and corporate, uh, mascots. I mean, because what they do is like, you know, magic is associated with that. That kind of stuff is all, you know, mm-hmm. associated with that. And that's, was totally demonized by the church, uh, at large. So all the like, you know, cool factor of what they might, you know, if, you know, might have had before like as being a respectful like teacher in a society has been kind of stripped away from them mm. I don't know interesting I think you're right when you're dead on with the word vestigial America has all kinds of shit like that yeah mm-hmm. like it was based I mean it's basically the a plot of American gods um, yeah. Right? yeah yeah little snippets of things that got brought here and then homogenized and changed and accepted that are completely yeah. different than what they started out as. And Pennywise is a representation of being pissed about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he was a space spider, not actually a clown. Right. Spoiler. Like the killer clowns from outer space, yeah. Which we haven't talked about, so... We'll get I there. guess we should. Oh. We well, uh, as well be <laughs> I think um, the only other reference I was like thinking of heavily was the ones in the 
Seventh Seal, the minstrels in that. Mm. It's like a Angered Bergman movie where they're like, uh, where the guy plays chess with death. It's famous for that. But the minstrels are the only ones who can see death and then oh, uh, yeah. choose to, the the main minstrel. And in, but he chooses to always see things as a positive sign. Even though in the in the end, death kind of comes to claim all of them. Uh, but it's just an interesting other, like, and the a lot of the shows they put on are, you know, telling of how they uh, interpret uh, the vision of death and stuff like that, which is a classic, like, playing chess with death. So I kind of was like, I don't know, death is kind of a, he's kind of a clown in that movie. But <laughs> well, well, but also, like, the fact that uh, like a, a minstrel or like a jester or whatever type of clownish figure can see death and see the reality of you know what is actually happening um that's that's pretty significant i think i think it it takes someone uh, like that in society to see see the world as it really is like kind of laid bare you know and it's as scary and as funny kind of moment to moment uh yeah, that's kind of what killer clowns do. yeah and, and moving on to killer clowns from, from a bergman <laughs> joint yeah <laughs> i think do you think that the people who made that movie have ever seen an ingrid bergman movie oh totally Angry. man uh the I, I can't remember the it, it was three brothers that actually funded and made that movie and did all the art themselves actually, a lot of the art Oh, dude, I love Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I uh, I think it's actually a triumph of practical effects, and they cast a lot of their friends in it, um, except for uh, the guy who played so, the Dean in Animal House. Spot for me quickly. Um, so there are these clowns. Dean from Animal House. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's some clowns. Uh, they're from Outer Space. They shoot people with popcorn guns and wrap them up in cotton candy and they drink their blood through crazy straws. They slurp them through crazy straws. Yeah, yeah. But they came down in a big circus. In a big circus like a circus spaceship. Thing. Yes. Just happens to. Okay, yeah. I have a lot of fucking existential about questions about this movie. Like, yeah. um. Like, did they do recon on Earth and, like, land at a circus and were like, oh, this must be what we're supposed to do? Hmm. Or is this just uh, like an Egyptian explanation for where clowns came from? Like the way that aliens helped build right. the pyramids. Right, Actually, right. It's like all the stuff we've been speak. talking about. It's like, no, they visited us a long time ago. Oh, no, it's um, all real. It's all real. Um, Or is it something more like they, you know, we've been talking about how clowns represent the other in our societies, this intentional othering of our of ourselves. And are aliens just so the other that this is how our minds perceive them when they come through. Hold on, I'm gonna hit this bomb real quick. Yeah, <laughs> so they just see a clown. I mean, that's, I mean? Ca- that's I mean? essentially what Pennywise is, right? They yes. to them in a form they can understand. There's a very clear line between Pennywise as this giant cosmic space terror and the killer clowns from outer space. Also, Pennywise, like the killer clowns from outer space, never kill somebody the same way twice. Mm-hmm. You know, well, there killer are, clown. There are artists. There are artists, uh, and it would be, uh, you know, a scene where they have the like balloon animal dogs, and they use them to sniff people down. Yeah, oh, so good. Like so they good. like you. They you can tell they're like shaking it to make it look like the, the dogs <laughs> sniffing. And, and they're, they're so grotesque. 
they're really gross, but that movie is so impressive because I'm like, man, they really fucking explored the concept of killer clowns from outer space, like as a as a thing, like the shadow puppet scene. Oh yeah, creepy, really creepy. The, like I saw just a snippet of it on TNT when I was a kid. It scared the fucking shit out of me. Yeah, as a kid, I was terrified of this movie. I couldn't mm-hmm. like the scene where they're in the supermarket and the clowns are just walking around and the people don't know they're fucking dangerous yet. And the yep. whole time, and people were it, that, that, like, that, that was, was upsetting. Like watching Get Out for me when I was a little kid, like that one <laughs> section, <laughs> like that same exact thing. Like, <laughs> like, why is this funny to you? Why is this not setting off all your alarm bells? Um, I'm curious about those lady clowns. Um, they, they, they. Do you think those guys hooked up with those clowns? I mean, I think they did. I always thought that was pretty much implied, yeah. Because they yeah. had those big lipstick smooch marks on their face. Yeah. Which we, which makes me wonder, does that mean that the females in the killer clown species don't predate? Or was it something special about these two guys where it like sort of overrode the killer clown's natural instinct to hunt? Hmm. You know? I didn't think of that. That's <laughs> not really what I thought you were going to say. And I was ready for what you were, I thought you were going to say. What did you think I was going to say? And what would your response have been? It was so much grosser than that. Um, oh, man. Was it uh, what, what their offspring would have looked like? What? No, no. It was just kind of like anatomical, I guess. Oh. Because like, their bush tastes like cotton candy. Right. like <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, I mean... Clearly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I actually avoided that movie for a long time. And then I finally watched it as an adult, um, I don't know, maybe like five years ago. Fucking loved it. Like, fucking completely loved it. Yeah, it's exactly the kind of B-movie that I like because it's ridiculous. And it's, yeah. it's nonstop. It has a it's lot non-stop. of good yeah. action and a lot of stuff happens and, and good set pieces. Right. It's a, it's so original. Um, mm. Like you say, practical effects. Pretty I mean, it's music. the standard. And they were planning a sequel until Disney bought the studio. So. Boo, Disney. Boo, Disney. <laughs> but, I mean, it's lightning in a bottle. You can't really. <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> true. Can you recreate the magic? Yeah, can you recreate the magic? They would definitely have put them somewhere else. Yeah. Like killer clowns in Egypt or something. And you'd been like, God damn it, that's not. (laughs) Killer clowns from outer space. Go to to Vegas. Like, what would that movie even be? Or maybe they they hang out with the cast of Gremlins 2. Maybe that would be cool. Oh, dude. Who do you think's hotter? Those two uh, lady killer clowns or the lady gremlin? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is why we need women in the writing room. Uh, we should link that. That's the Keen's Peel skit. Of, uh, they know. They know. Not everyone knows. Um, if you don't, if you've never seen the Key and Peel skit, the pitch for Gremlins 2, please get stop this. Out of this. Do yourself yeah. a favor. It's much funnier than we are. It yeah, is. It go is. Watch it. Please go watch um, it. One other thing I wanted to touch on, something that used to like really freak me out, and I hate taking it back to Joker, um, but Tim Burton's Batman. When I was little, seeing a clip of that at a friend's house, 
um, and seeing Joker gas for the first time, where people would literally laugh themselves to death, that really, really upset me. Sorry, you bought them already. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, Judge Thomas Carrier. And you know, as as. <laughs> Judge <laughs> Doom was scarier? Is that a contest that was being had? When it comes to laughing yourself to death. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It, under oh. the category of. I disagree yeah, because I those were disagree. cartoon weasels, not human beings. <laughs> yeah. But his it's the eyes. Smile okay, Judge Doom. Laughing. We're not talking about who's scarier, like Joker or Judge Doom. We're talking oh, about. That's what I was what, talking about. No, no, no. I'm talking about the concept of laughing yourself to death um, uh, that was explored in Tim Burton's 1989 smash hit Bap. Okay, here's what scared me about it. Leela, I will say as the the youngest (laughs) sibling... I knew it was your fault. I know. I remember you would tickle me mercilessly. Mercilessly. And there's a there was a point when I remember being like, oh, my God, what if I literally die from this? And then I saw Batman and I'm like, oh, my fears are con- confirmed. That can happen. Um, I don't so I, recall that, but I don't in any way doubt your memory. And I apologize. <laughs> it's OK. I'm not here like to attack you on our podcast. I um, think you should have fucking tickled this little bitch to death because... <laughs> I this mean, whole that's... thing, these like six years of uh, of podcasts have just been an intervention. Slowly yeah. building up to it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get him. No, I think it's just a thing that happens to the youngest sibling. You know, I'm not, well, you know. There's definitely always like that one member of the family. You're like, okay, so, like I've been tickled too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah, that. And then you develop a clown sona like Chuckles. <laughs> um, right. You know, <laughs> and it's whatever. It's cool. Um, but I guess my point is it's something that kids can kind of really like you relate to on when like when you're pretty young, like you realize like like that being tickled sucks <laughs> and uh, it's a complete power thing. And it's almost like your body betraying you. And I guess what another aspect of clowns that's really scary is giving over to mania. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, and just losing yourself to this, this, you know, like, like in Evil Dead 2 when he starts laughing and laughing his ass off uh, in the face of all the terror and the whole cabin starts laughing. There's something really scary about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think <laughs> of uh, examples of that. I guess the, uh, the thing about the Joker in that movie is like it was definitely an innocent victim. So therefore, it's scarier. <laughs> like mm-hmm. let someone would just you know do something like that have you seen the documentary called tickled or heard of it no uh, it's one of the darkest documentaries I've ever seen in my life check it out it's uh, uh no it's, it's, yeah, what's it about it's real upsetting okay well basically it's about this guy this journalist from New Zealand who finds out about competitive tickling competitions online and i already don't like this oh it's it's bad it's really upsetting um because it's like there are these young guys who get like it's endurance tickling and they 
see how long they can be tickled, um, which is already weird enough. But apparently it turns out that the guy who was funding it and doing it, like, made all these, like, it was just a big, like, power control thing. And he ended up, like, harassing them and ruining their lives and being like, I'll show your family this sort of weird uh, homoerotic thing. And he usually would pick guys from, like, middle America um, just and it turned out to just be this crazy rich dude who liked to pose as other people and dedicated all his time to, um, yeah, it's just really upsetting. <laughs> it's just a really, really upsetting documentary, but fascinating. Um, and I thought I'd mention it for no good reason at all. Um, well, it ties in with the Batman, you know, yeah, like gas, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But it's not fun, so there's that. Do we have anything else to say about clowns? I think that another reason, kind of like with slashers, that it keeps coming up is that it's cheap and easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is cheap and um, easy. I think that you know, if you go to any decent sized haunted attraction, they're going to have a whole section dedicated to clowns because it's easy. Mm-hmm. It's creepy makeup and over-the-top wigs, and it's easy. You don't actually have to... I will say that it's easy to do that. It's not easy to be nuanced and make something make something matter. Like, and the reason a lot of people probably, like, you know, if we had a ton of people listening and there was a big comment thread and they were like, you know, I don't know. Like, you Wait, guys didn't we talk don't? about <laughs> this movie or this movie or this movie. It's because those movies suck. Right. And it's because of what you're talking about. Is that it's, it's easy, easy to and do. it's yeah, and it's not super effective. Like it's effective enough mm-hmm. um, to get some jump scares out of a movie that's you know shot mostly in the dark or whatever. And then ooh, jump scary moo clown, but that doesn't make it a quality performance. Yeah, 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 and. So yeah, so I go and back I think to... it's the same reason I don't really like slasher movies. It just seems such really low effort. Often, there I, I are think you have gems. to be clever to do both well. Right, there's gems in there, but yeah, a lot no. of shit sandwiches. And <laughs> <laughs> we all gotta take a bite. I would consider the guy in Creep to be a better clown than most clown movie clowns. Correct. <laughs> uh, you don't know what his intentions are. He's taking you on a journey from one place to another he's got a little mask he's got a little game he's playing a little song i think unintentional clown characters is a good like who who fits into that (laughs) well just real quick i wanted to mention the theme of um the mid-90s clown revival um (laughs) oh yeah i remember that it, yeah, like right. A, it was a Maybe this has to do with like slash uh, insane clown posse, <laughs> right? Uh, like, so so Twisted Metal and Twisted Metal Two came out, and Sweet Tooth was kind of like the darling of uh, PlayStation for a while. Um, Spawn, the comic, the the toys, the show, and then eventually the movie. You know, uh, the do you remember the game Carnival? No, you don't remember yes. Carnival? Yes. The head at the mall, like you have like a pump shotgun, uh, first person shooter thing, and you you shoot scary clowns. Okay, um, I believe you. Yeah, I, I just can't believe you never played that shitty arcade game. Um, yeah, I remember it. Yeah, I mean it. 
okay, I call it shitty, but I I enjoyed it. It's ridiculous. Um, and of course, uh, Insane Cloud Posse, you know, came into their stride. Um, I don't know. I think there's something about that that maybe like that started like making us all really tired collectively of clowns, like as a horror <laughs> trope. Like right about the same time. Are you but trying I think, to like say a ICP ruined Joker movies for Leela? It's possible. It's very possible. Um, <laughs> but I think before that, I think the reason they were seen as this cool counterculture element, um, I think you can trace that back to two things in my mind: um, uh, Akira and Batman. Um, and that would be the, the clown gangs respectively in both. (laughs) Um, like, and I think it's noteworthy to say that there were, uh, you know, like clowns then and in these like mid nineties examples represent kind of a nihilistic, like, yeah, I'm too cool. I don't even give a shit. Look how weird I am. Kind of a thing. Um, And they're always personified by that one guy's always like, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Crazy (laughs) gang member who'll do anything. Exactly. Um, He's the guy get Batman knocks all of his teeth out. Exactly. (laughs) And you're like, well, that asshole had it coming. Yeah. And nobody, (laughs) nobody cares. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, clowns, they're creepy, uh, but they're fascinating. Um, they're also tacky and trashy, but uh, I feel like I've also seen all the clowns I've experienced in real life have been professional and delightful, but in in movies. Um, badly represented. Badly represented. <laughs> and uh, yeah. kind of, it's rare for them to be really effective in horror, but when they are, I think it's really good. Those are those are my final thoughts on the matter. What do you guys oh, think? Oh, no, no, no. I think that your final thoughts need to be done in your clown voice. <laughs> hmm. Let me let me let me have a swig here and, and channel chuckles. I can hear the bottle. Hmm. What to say about the clown? <laughs> uh, uh, good. I like that. Thanks, Chuckles. <laughs> you're welcome. It, my my keen insight is available anytime you need it. <laughs> what do you guys feel about spooky clowns? Still not a fan. Still Sorry. not a fan. That's fine. Jeff. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess, uh... You better give the right fucking answer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Chuckles, you're getting pretty close there, huh? You know it. (laughs) Yeah, they they suck. (laughs) No. Fuck you too, buddy. (laughs) Well, uh, I think we can just close this one out and say that this was a good, uh, opener to... The spoopy season. Happy spoopy season, y'all. Happy spoopy season. And I just really would like to close out by hearing you guys do a clown laugh. 
<laughs> Jeff? Uh... <laughs> That was good. That was real good. I was trying to do the, the fake one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine ends up sounding like Abe from Abe's Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> Mine sounded a little bit like Paul Rubens, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Francis. <laughs> I don't know, Francis. <laughs> and there you are, but what am I? There you are, but what am I? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>